Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Okay, this is one of them flashing light warnings like when you decide you'll cut through the tunnel and you can see the train coming at you. Kind of like that, Lee. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a letter from former FBI officials, now retired, all of them, high-ranking counterterror officials written to the heads of the House and the Senate. The senators do not care. If they did, they would not put forward the bill they have right now. As former senior executives, the Federal Bureau of Investigation with deep expertise combating dangers to the nation, we write to express our concern about the current specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious threats ever to to menace the United States. They point out something is going on now, Lee, that we've never seen before. The threat we call out today is new and unfamiliar, they write. In the modern history, the United States has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. Military-aged men from across the globe, many from countries or regions not friendly to the U.S., are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands. Um, It would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our borders of what are comparatively a multi-unit division army of young single adult males from hostile nations and regions whose background, intent, and allegiance are completely unknown. In light of such a daunting, unprecedented penetration by uninvited foreign actors, it is reasonable to assert that the country possesses dramatically diminished national security. Now, listen to this. This this is where it starts to get interesting. And again, for those just tuning in, uh, these are 10 former leaders of the FBI writing this. So these are these are managers, uh, assistant director, special agent in charge over Philadelphia, Assistant Director, Inspection Division, Special Agent in Charge over Milwaukee, Assistant Director, Counterintelligence. So these are some heavy hitters who've written this. Now, listen to this. This is chilling. In 2021, the demographics, and I have pointed this out, the demographics of those crossing the poorest southern border started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone and holding questionable motivations dramatically increased in numbers to become the most common profile of those breaching the nation's borders. So what they're saying is that this is not another family from Guatemala. This is something different. I have been on this for weeks and yep. weeks and weeks and yep. weeks and weeks. And this is why, and you can see the collusion here, this is not an accident. This is why the Border Patrol took a blowtorch, went out to the working perfectly, now Lukeville Crossing, which was not a crossing before, and used that blowtorch to weld open, permanently open a gate in the Trump bollard wall, which was working perfectly. Again, there was no Lukeville crossing until a few months ago. And we only know that because UK, UK Daily Mail told us. And that is where these young men begin to stream in, both from China and Middle Eastern nations. It's why, because Biden administration, Homeland Security wanted to hire, hide them. They did not want you to see them. They don't want you to see them at, at Eagle Pass. And these FBI leaders are saying, look who's coming. In 2021, the demographics of those crossing the poorest southern border started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone, holding questionable motivations, dramatically increased in number to become the most common profile of those breaching the nation's borders. 
A startling number have been found on the terrorist watch list or from countries designated state sponsors of terror distinctly unfriendly to the United States. This is particularly alarming in light of the Hamas terror attack on Israel on October 7th. It is stark to say so, but having a large number of young males now within our borders who could begin attacking gatherings of unarmed citizens in imitation of 10-7 at the behest of a foreign terror group must be considered a distinct possibility. We've never seen this before. Our government is working with people who may be terrorists to get them into the country. It's an attack. It's an invasion. I want to remind us of a phrase that came out of the 9-11 hearings. And, and, you know, since that was well over 20 years ago, we need to be reminded of this. Connect the dots. Yeah. Connect the dots. And that is when you have information, when you have intelligence about individuals and changes of behavior of those individuals there's going to be consequences for this connect the dots there is no logical humanitarian reason for persons from asia or africa to be coming illegally into this country through the southern border of mexico no there is no reason no, there, there is there's none. none it's indefensible for for them to not be immediately returned turned away at the border if not deported there's no reason for this. It is not inhumane. It is not racist. It is not xenophobic. It is simply foolish, foolish to allow people from other continents to enter this country illegally through the southern border. Connect the dots. Again, I play this clip every day because it shows you what these FBI uh, leaders are saying is is not an exaggeration. It's Representative Mark Green. 294 terrorist watch list folks since this president came to office. Compare that to only 11 during the entire Trump administration. Those are the ones we caught. And we're not catching these. We had uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb from out of Arizona. And I played the audio for you. And he says, listen, there is one agent to over 100 of these guys. We cannot vet them. All we can do is put them in vans and send them in. And that's what they're doing. They're not even trying. We're not even trying. It's really, really frightening because this is not sort of some slipshod operation down there. This is our government deliberately partnering to bring them in. And for what, I don't know, but we're going to find out. It's not going to be good. And this is why Texas Governor Greg Abbott is facing down the federal government. Yeah. Exactly. For our survival, this is will to live stuff. This isn't Democrat, Republican, liberal. This is do we have a will to live? There, there is a mindset with liberal progressives. I, I, I saw this headline. I did not read the article, but it's a headline. There's a foreign policy magazine that I, that I look at. They are worried. They're saying that Europe is concerned about this potential Trump second presidency. And I'm thinking, Why? Unless you were afraid of American dominance in the area. Because we, what did we not see? What did we not see during the Trump administration? We did not see Russia in Ukraine. No. Nope. We did not see the Iraq, Iraqis, uh, the, uh, the Iranians rather, hitting American troops at various bases. We did not see the Houthi rebels trying to take out U.S. Navy ships and commercial ships in the Red Sea. We did not see the conflict in Israel. We did not see any number of situations. We did not see what's going on in North Korea right now. We did not see what is going on with China and Taiwan right now. We did not see any of this during the Trump administration. If the liberal elitists are so concerned about the Trump administration and foreign policy, look at what went on during the Trump foreign policy era. There was stability. 
That is usually what liberal progressives and and, and also economic uh, investors look for, is stability. We no longer have international or economic stability in this world, period. And it is not because of Donald Trump. He was the one that was providing it. What we have is this instability, both in the markets and in international diplomacy and military issues, because of the Biden administration. And, and as you say, Tara, not because Biden is weak, but because this is his plan. This is the plan. And Texas can do a lot by simply standing strong here. I think they are really vulnerable now on this issue. They win because we don't fight back. And people say they're winning. Oh, I'm just going to give up. What are you talking about? We never fought back. I mean, we don't even know if we could win. Uh, this is the kind of thing. And what I really want to see now is, and I know a lot of these states, including ours, South Carolina, Henry McMaster did sign on to the letter. He's one of the 25, total of 26 governors now backing Abbott or with Abbott. But we need to send our National Guard, too, to back up, to, uh, to, to back up at least their troopers. Make Joe Biden federalize all 25 states National Guard. Make him. Make him. That'll stand out because it's never happened in America before. And here's where it gets really good, okay? The only way Joe Biden, you cannot nationalize a state uh, guard without the permission of the governor, without the permission of the governor, right? So how's he got to do it? He's got to use the Insurrection Act. It's the only one way to do it. The last time that happened was in 1957 in Alabama to enforce the Supreme Court ruling to forcibly integrate schools, right? So in the past, they're helping small black American children, okay, children enter schools. This would make a, a mockery of that. This would be them helping illegal immigrants forcibly enter Texas. Can you imagine, Lee, the visual on that? This is why Abbott can't back down, because he wins either way. And now the Democrats are saying to Biden, thug out, thug out, thug out, go full thug. Well, okay, Mr. 18% on immigration, you go right ahead. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. He'd have to use the Insurrection Act to do that. Okay, so that was what was used in 1957, the Insurrection Act. Um, so, again, the last time Americans have ever seen this, it's very historic, uh, was with the little children going into American schools, right? So this would be a forced invasion. Now, here's the thing. The, the only legal justification that would apply here for using the Insurrection Act is to what? Stop an invasion. Stop an invasion. That is the only reason... The president can use the Insurrection Act in this case. Well, Joe would be federalizing the state guard, Lee, would be nationalizing them to aid yep. an invasion. Right. Think about that, to aid an invasion on the side of the conqueror and invader on the side of the enemy. Did you ever think you'd see such a thing no. in America? No. If you pull back and look history, forget partisan, forget Republican, Democrat, just pull back. A U.S. president nationalizing the guard to aid the invaders in invading the country. We'd call that a madman, right? Like if, if our ancestors could know that would happen one day, they don't know any of the politics. The politics doesn't matter. They only know that. They, the country got taken over by a madman. He's crazy. Now he's just liberal. But that's where we are. So look, there's a good court case there for Abbott too. Again, no, 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 no. You can't use the Insurrection Act to aid an invasion. You have to use the Insurrection Act to nationalize the Guard to repel an invasion. For the first time in a long time, Lee, I think we got him. I think we got him totally trapped. I, I could be wrong. 
But this is looking good as long as our side sticks together. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We're now streaming on Instagram. Excited. So you can watch me stream live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course my Rumble channel, all Tara Servatius. Uh Representative Thomas Beach is watching the show live right now on Instagram. It's kind of really cool technology. But anyway, he writes, I believe the county and the state party have little or no influence on legislators. Close the primaries. He's right about that. He's talking about South Carolina state primaries. What prompted him to write that? Oh, you're going to love this. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at you in New Hampshire. Who? Who's you? Us, me, you, South Carolina, primary voters. Chris Sununu is, as you know, the governor of New Hampshire, right? So he is a very liberal um, governor. He's very liberal Republican. He's in, naturally endorsed Nikki Haley, who is a Democrat. So, at, but she's running a Republican primary. So, you know, Ronna McDaniel came out the other day and said, hey, Nikki Haley should drop out. Sununu says, no, no, we're not dropping out. We got so many Democrats coming out to vote for us in the South Carolina primary. <gasps> what? You know what I love about this? They're not even hiding it. She's the Democrat candidate in the Republican primary in South Carolina. Listen to this. So Sununu goes on this show in New Hampshire, which is the Pulse of New Hampshire. And he is mocking you he's laughing about how the democrats are going to outvote you in your own primary right here in south carolina and they're all coming out for nikki haley what does he know folks i'm sorry with, with all the gentleness who told you this was coming who told you there would there was a massive guerrilla campaign a massive influx coming i didn't even anticipate properly the size of it and this is why all these democrats are raising we know 30 million dollars for nikki haley i think it's going to go 50 60 once we finally get the finance reports this is why Hillary Clinton's fundraiser, again, Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even fundraise for most Democrats, okay? He's hard to get. He's a self-described Democrat. He's Hillary's fundraiser. Fundraising for Nikki Haley for this. This is a massive operation, so massive that in New Hampshire, a majority of the Republican primary voters were not Republicans. And 70% of Nikki Haley's support was from them. The Democrats are liberals. Okay, so, so new, new goes on the Pulse of New Hampshire, gives an interview. He's laughing. He says the South Carolina primary is even more open than the New Hampshire primary. Okay, what's, a, what's an open primary? It means if you're a Democrat, you can vote in our primary. We didn't close it. And we do that because Nikki, because um, Lindsey Graham uh, runs the political machine here. He keeps it open so the Democrats can vote for him. That's how he gets back to the Senate every time. So a lot of Democrat votes, right? So they are marshalling them for Nikki Haley in South Carolina. Listen to what Sununu says. In South Carolina, if you're a Democrat, you can just walk in the door and vote. 
So there's a lot of opportunity there for Nikki Haley in the South Carolina primary, he says, because the South Carolina primary is even more open for Democrat voting than New Hampshire. Told you. Oh, did I tell you? Just want to humbly remind you of that. That's why you listen. Consultants like me to sell myself. Sorry. It hurts me too. It's weird. I I don't like to brag on myself. I don't, but I'm getting better at it because I got to, because I got to remind you when I get this right, I've been at this forever telling you this would happen. And I even told you a year ago on the Battleground America podcast, told you a year ago, it's going to be Nikki Haley or Tim Scott. They are the Trojan horses. They will be in the number two position. They will make it happen. And look what's happening. In fact, I even reposted on Twitter so you could see my prediction. I bookmarked it and reposted it. It It is eerie. It's exactly what is happening right now. Why did I know? Because it's so dang obvious. It's what I do. So he's bragging right now. We're going to come in. We're going to dominate the primary just like in New Hampshire. Who's we? The Democrats. The Democrats are coming to vote for Nikki Haley. Now, what do you do? The good news is you got a chance to stop this woman. And the rest of the country will thank you. Believe me. You got to go vote. And what I'm afraid is going to happen, what they are counting on them and the Democrats, is you will say, yeah, Trump's the nominee. She ain't going to beat him. So... I'm just going to go shopping on Saturday. By the way, it's on Saturday. It is February 24th. Write that down. On Saturday, not Tuesday. On Saturday. They are counting on this. They're going to bust the Democrats in. This is going to be a massive operation like it was in New Hampshire. Largest ever. This is the first time in U.S. history more of the voters in a primary in New Hampshire weren't Republicans than were. So Republicans now minority in their own primary because Democrats are swamping us. Why? They want Nikki Haley. And they want her because they're convinced they're going to put Trump in prison. And they want to pick your nominee for you. Just as I told you a year ago on the Battleground America podcast, they would. And I even told you who it would be. I said it'd either be Tim Scott or Nikki Haley. They are the same. They're Bush clones. They come out of that Bush fundraising base. They're open borders to the hilt. Count on it. Or you don't get that money. But you can stop that. You can go out and vote like your life depends on it against the globalist regime. And we so rarely get an opportunity to curb stomp the globalist regime. And it feels good. It'll feel good. Go in that booth and vote for Donald Trump. It is not good enough for him to win barely. That's how she's, that's why he's coming in so low. He was polling, remember, in the 60s, but he's coming in the low 50s. So so many Democrats are voting in these primaries. There is a small chance she could edge him out because they're polling the wrong people. They're showing a 30-point lead for him right now in South Carolina, but they only pulled Republicans, assuming it was a Republican primary. We're going to get curb stomped by the Democrats. No, 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 no. You need to go vote on the 24th. Tell everyone you know. And when I say this, the text line is full of people this morning texting in, oh, my gosh, my liberal family, they're all going to vote for Nikki Haley. Oh, my gosh, you need to go vote for Trump. Again, February 24th, that is a Saturday. You need to go vote. Are we going to have this story the next day? We asked folks coming into the polls, do you identify as a Republican? Do you identify as a a Democrat or do you identify as an independent? And here's what we found in this exit poll so far. And I think this jumps right out at you. A minority of voters in this first wave of the exit poll in the Republican primary identify as Republicans. A majority. That's in New Hampshire. And so new news bragging they're going to do it even worse here. And you know how I know they're going to do it? Lindsey Graham has one heck of a machine because remember the story years ago, if you follow me for years, Barack Obama gave his turnout algorithm software to um, 
Lindsey Graham. Fitz News had it. So they could go half block by half block, find the Democrats and turn them out. That's how Lindsey Graham wins. They're going to turn that on for her. You better get to the polls. You better get to the polls. We cannot let her get a majority. We can't let her beat him. But we really, really can't let her ensconce herself as the new head of the Republican Party. Especially not with Trump's own attorney um, who quit. Uh, Joe Jacopino quit his legal defense last week. He was doing a lot of these lawfare cases and says, look, Trump, very likely to get convicted. Again, he was part of Trump's legal team just last week. As they bring the war princes up, that's what they're doing. Democrats are out in mass. We need to be too. That's what we can do. I love when there's an opportunity for you to do something. Do something. You've got to vote in that primary for Trump. This border situation with Abbott is a disaster for Democrats. You know how you know? It's being blacked out. Go look at the front pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post. Nada. Got to keep the sheeple dumb. Yeah, when old Joe's at 18% approval on the uh, border and majorities of Democrats and Republicans disapprove, oh, they'd be pissed if they knew. Which means we're winning. All we have to do to keep winning is keep fighting. These are not hard things. We don't lose. Because they're better, or they have better arguments or better ideas. We lose when we don't fight. We never, ever, 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 ever fight. Not ever. You want to know how bad it's getting out there? Google headline: Google sharpens its censorship knives, labels Trump praise as dangerous. Wow, it's going to get wild out there. And you think it's getting wild? Way do you see this? Uh, as predicted by me, this is another one of these I nailed, and I put my prediction back up on Twitter. She go read it. Went viral on Twitter when I made it. And it's happening exactly as I said right now. What did I tell you? As soon as Trump is locked in as the nominee, as soon as it's clear that Trump is going to be the nominee, they will switch. They will switch gears. And they will begin the process of getting rid of Biden. And that was the purpose of all those polls they jammed at you. I can't, I, mean, I can't believe for years and years and years, we all agreed, hey, we don't believe mainstream media polls. They're manipulative. And then all of a sudden, they're jamming these polls at you. Oh, look, Trump beating Biden, seven, eight points. Yeah, and they're just shoving them at you. And all of a sudden, we became great believers and def- in and defenders of mainstream media polls. Why'd they do that? They want Trump to be the nominee. Why? He's the guy with 91 felony indictments. You know how much work that took him? They're all fake. It's all stupid. It's lawfare. They didn't want anybody else. That's why they spent $30 million on Nikki Haley. They're going to take Trump out and control who your choice is. You're going to try to push her in number two position, exactly as I said, if you read my prediction or you've watched the Battle, you know, listen to Battleground America podcast. So what is happening right now, just as Trump surges, is clear he's going to be the nominee. Not a lot of good ways to stop that at this point. So many people have dropped out of the race. And that they've got her firmly ensconced as number two, Incredibly credibly claim, I've got 43%. I will get the mantle if he goes to prison. What are they doing? Exactly what I told you they'd do. They were using Joe as bait. Oh, look. Look at how Trump beats Joe. Yeah, I said they're going to get rid of Joe. Joe's going away, but he's not going away till August. Their convention's in August. Ours is in July. So we coordinate Trump, and then they, jump, they dump Joe. Here's the thing, and this is reality. 
Donald Trump is more popular than Joe Biden. He is. Joe's favorables are so high. But almost any other breathing Democrat has lower, has higher favorables than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is deeply, deeply, deeply unpopular with the populace. It's just Joe's more unpopular. So is Hillary, by the way. Did you pick just about any Democrat, throw him in there, boom, they beat Trump. It is. It is what it is. Especially when they know we have no national operation or grassroots campaign of any kind. Romney is a disaster. So that's where we are. So they're going to switch out Joe Biden at the nominating convention. They're going to put another Democrat in there after it's too late to change out. And they're going to run Trump uh, with a conviction. That's their plan. And they just activated page uh, phase two of it. It's actually fascinating. Headline on the Radar Online online article. This is their big scoop. Barack and Michelle Obama convinced bumbling Joe has lost his grip on the election. The last paragraph's a doozer. Obama is letting Axelrod be his public mouthpiece about Joe's incompetence and declining mental capacities. Listen to this line. Meanwhile, he, Barack Obama, he and Michelle are working behind the scenes to take him out. Talking about Joe Biden. What are they, What's going on here? They're preparing their sheeple, the Democrats, for the idea of slow Joe going to go into the sunset. Because that's a shocking thing we've never seen before, right? This kind of swap out. It is, even for Democrats. you got to normalize it. The Radar Online piece reads as if the Democrats wrote it, sent it to the reporter, and said, here, you can either have the scoop, run it the way we want, uh, or you don't get it. It's just eerie the way it's written. It's creepy. President Barack Obama is telling 81-year-old Joe Biden he needs to quit the 2024 race to save America and the Democrat Party. And we learned he and Michelle Obama are working behind the scenes to get rid of Joe. The Obamas are said to not support Biden in his run. News of the shocking showdown comes on the heels of damaging comments from former First Lady Michelle Obama, who politicos say is being pressured to mount a primary challenge to her hubby's aging beep. So there's kind of working like, hey, this is going to go on. This isn't going to happen right away unless... You know, Joe has some kind of health episode or something. They're going to wait till August. They're going to wait until August because they want Trump locked in and convicted and then boom. Sort, this is their play. Now, is it going to work? I don't know. But it's what they're doing. So this is going exactly as I told you it would. It's their Operation Chaos. Sources told the outlet both Barack Obama and Michelle are deeply troubled by Biden's plummeting approval ratings, seemingly diminished ability to handle the rigors of the office. Biden has faced too many babbling blunders, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's not new. 38% of Americans approve of his performance with a whopping 58% holding a negative outlook. So he's got to go. So they're preparing the Democrat sheeple for this. In desperation, sources say Obama bellowed at bumbling Biden, go on the attack, and they say, hey, look, Biden did. He went and gave a speech uh, in Pennsylvania. He totally blew it. Biden immediately took to the bully puppet pulpit to battle, batter, batter Trump in a fiery speech um, on the day before the third anniversary, January 6th. But his fury ended embarrassingly when Joe's speech sputtered out and he looked lost and confused and Jill had to walk him off stage. Okay, they're writing. This. Normally, this would be blacked out, okay? Only our side would see this. Raider Online is writing it. It's for the general consumption. It's for the sheeple. Bah. You know, the ones in the masks and their cars alone. Ones who are like, hey, if they said, hey, you know what? You're going to need to drive off a cliff for chi- climate change. Oh, and toss your dog out your window while you go. They do it. These are the people every authoritarian regime counts on. They're very sheepy. 
So they're just getting them used to the idea, hey, this is normal. It's normal for the Obamas just undercut Joe and replace him. Interesting that what we're seeing right now is the, the, they're including Michelle in this. Like, it's not just Brock. It's Brock and Michelle or Cookies. Brock and Michelle are pushing him out. See the, see the language there? Hmm. Yep. They're going to replace him if he lives till August. I mean, just so people right now, who knows? Uh, meanwhile, not all good is in, not all is good in the Democrats' house. Again, they are, they're trying to black out this border thing. It's not going to go away. You know what they need to do? We won't because we're not smart. But what they need to do, they need to take these 25 governors, including now Henry McMaster, who, by the way, thank you. You guys called him. You blasted him. Finally, around 4 o'clock yesterday, he signed on. He didn't want to. He signed on with Abbott. He didn't like to take a stand. It makes him nervous. He breaks out in a cold sweat. Henry McMaster, disaster. But he did. He signed on. So there's 25 governors now backing Abbott. Abbott needs to do a primetime address from the border with the illegals running in the back because there's plenty of places like that. Uh, and with the governor standing behind him, it would be really powerful. And, you know, it'll be, yes, it'll be blacked out by the mainstream media, be blacked out by the MSM, but we can run it on Twitter. We can get it out there. We can share it. And Abbott needs to double down on this. With the governor standing behind him, it would be incredibly historically powerful. Just just a real cutting image. But we probably won't do it because it will make sense. And we don't do much that makes sense, so. Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Uh, text writes, uh, Tara, this is, uh, let's see, where do we go? Okay. Biden needs an interpreter like they have at the UN. Another text writes, you know it's going to be big, Mike. That's what this looks like they're setting up here. They have, in the way they're reporting this, fused Michelle Obama and Barack Obama and flat out admitted Radar Online is saying, and they're not the only ones, he and Michelle, in other words, Barack and Michelle, are working behind the scenes to take him out. That's Joe. Um, what, who do you think the Democrat nominee will be if Joe is gone? I don't know. Someone with much uh, lower negatives than than. Uh, Donald Trump, though, I can I can guarantee you that. Uh, Texture writes, um, and there was a good question here. Could the Democrats recruit Nikki Haley to be their candidate to replace Biden? No, that's not her job. She is a, a lot of things, and Tucker Carlson explained this. She's the Trojan horse. She's the backup. She thinks like them, especially on his most their most important issue, which is leaving those borders open as much as possible, getting as many future Democrat voters in here illegally as possible. She's an open borders girl. Um... Texture rates, if the de- this is the one. If Democrats want Trump, why are they helping Nikki? Okay, so what has happened here is very simple. Uh, they, they, they know Nikki Haley is a Democrat, okay? They used her to kill off DeSantis, got the only conservative out of the race. So they are convinced Trump is going to jail, and they're now, and that they've got that all settled, and they're now moving on to choosing his replacement for us. In other words, worst case scenario, we got Nikki. She's basically basically one of us. And again, don't take my word for it. Tucker Carlson's got this all figured out too. 
If you're a Democratic mega donor, this is a very tough moment for you. Your candidate is going to lose. All the polls show that. Joe Biden will not be elected president if current trends continue. So you need to make a change. But there's a problem. And that problem is Joe Biden's running mate. She's half Jamaican. Therefore, she's holy. You can't criticize her, much less demote her. That's not allowed. You are stuck with Kamala Harris. And she is even more unpopular than Joe Biden. So what do you do? Well, if you're smart, maybe you subvert the other party. Maybe you back a Republican candidate who's actually a Democrat, whose priorities are identical to yours. And of course, they found one. Her name is Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. So it works either way. And look, don't take my word for it. Again, Chris Sununo, I can't believe he said it out loud. I don't know what he's thinking. He's running around New Hampshire. I guess he forgets there's this thing called the Internet. He is the governor of New Hampshire. He's a liberal governor. And he is bragging that the Democrats are going to infiltrate our Republican primary here in South Carolina and they're going to vote for Nikki. And he's saying she's not out of it. Oh, no. He's like, South Carolina has an even more open primary than here in New Hampshire. And again, in New Hampshire, a majority of the voters were not Republicans, even though it was a Republican primary. That's incredible. And he's saying, no, it's more open in South Carolina. Democrats going to come out and vote for her. Don't count Nikki out, Haley out. We got the Democrats. They're coming. They're coming. What do they know? What this sheds is remarkable. Is literally the Republican Party, the rhino wing, openly working with the Democrats. They're not even hiding it. To subvert who? Normals? Normal, freedom-loving Americans like you who don't want an open border. That's who. You are the enemy. You're the enemy. It's just this is a really weird time. We've never been through an election like this. But again, what can you do about it? If it makes you mad, good. Then you need to get out of bed on February 24th. That is a Saturday, so it's not a big deal to get out of bed. And you need to go and vote in the GOP primary for Donald Trump. Most importantly, though, against Nikki Haley. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.